Christmas time. Yeah, I'm wearing year. a onesie. <laughs> you are wearing a onesie, man. Um, yeah. I, just, I can't carry a tune. You, you're very festive right now uh -huh. with your fucking pink flamingo hat on, though. It's I wish a hat, we got a, a Santa a, hat for you. Damn, I, we, well, it's we a jerkin's up. tradition. It's a little. Why uh, is that a jerkin's tradition? Tell us. That pink flamingo hat is a jerkin's tradition? Wearing a hat is my tradition. On this oh, podcast. that's what you meant. I thought yeah. you meant specifically that hat. No, 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 Kenny. Or Kenny. Oh, Jesus Christ! I get that in my head. We miss him. Uh, no, Joe. You know, when you start losing your hair, you start wearing hats. So that's what happens. You say that, but you perform without a hat most of the time. Sometimes, on stage, and I don't see any hair loss. Daddy has his tricks. It's just getting a little thinner, and you're panicking. Of course, you're one of those dudes that's like, oh fuck, my hairline went back a millimeter. Yeah, but kill I me, know this. Kill me, kill me, kill me. Make it a bigger deal than it is. Of course, hundred percent. Really, you're probably gonna. Do you like that? Do anything in yourself where you're just like, oh, one inch here, or I got a couple grays here. The grays aren't bothered. I've got a few grays popping up, but those don't bother me. So you much. wear them well. Oh, thank you. Um, and I mean that. As far as aging, I don't know, man. I'm just trying to uh, get out ahead of some things. Uh, this podcast I is fucking with my brain. Better skincare routine. This podcast. Oh, is, dude, we can talk about that. Do you want to talk about that? that that's what our Christmas episode is gonna be. Giving advice to me and our listeners about a better skincare oh, routine. Oh, dude, Daddy's got that. No, we wanted to talk about Christmas because it, it's a wonderful season. I am really a huge Christmas fan. I know we have a lot of friends and probably listeners who are like whatever with Christmas. Where and does I know that it's stem hard for, for some you? People. Where does it come from? I, I just um. It's my family. I feel yeah. like growing up, you know, Christmas Day, Christmas morning, I was so excited. Oh, Santa came. Yeah. You're, you're jacked up, right? And then um, we would go to my grandmother's house. Nice. And um, is your mom's mom or your dad's? My dad's mom. mom. Okay. Um, my big family traditions are all from my dad's side. Gotcha. Very close, very close with them. They all live in Chicago, so it's, it's you know most of them do at least. Um, so we'd go there, and that was always fun. And just I don't know, I'm just a big fan of Christmas. I like giving people presents. I like obviously. I like, getting them who doesn't like getting them right? right of course um and it's a time of year you know growing up in a city like chicago where it's horrible for in the winter yes it's, oh, it's so bad right dude but today chicago the worst so cold, it was windy. so windy it was windy as hell it was freezing my yeah. christmas decorations got blown over actually um because it, it was a very windy day and it's you know everyone's houses are lit up not everyone but a lot of them you go down these blocks and you're like oh man this block really did it up well yeah and, it's just a, a time of year where even though it could be very cold, people are very warm, mm -hmm. right? It's pretty <laughs> yeah. good. You like that yeah, one? Yeah, I like that, yeah. You know, it could be cold, but people are warm. And yeah. and that's why I've always liked it. Like, you know, downtown's lit up. Um, there's more specific Christmas activities. It's just like a, a jingle in the air. Yeah, right? and, you know, it's a season where I, – and I know some years it's getting, it's starting too early. I don't like that. Like the day after Halloween. Hate it. I, that part I'm hating. No. Because to me, I think yes. Christmas starts the day after Thanksgiving. And maybe you could even say like Thanksgiving's like the opening attraction and Christmas is the main event. Yeah. So I think they link. But how I don't like when they're they're, they're bleeding Halloween into it now and I don't like that. I hate all. that. No, no. And then I get sad if there's not snow on the ground for Christmas. So one time a year I do want some I snow on the snow. ground. Yeah. And I feel like we haven't had that in a, in no, a, in a we bit. haven't. And we're not gonna this year. I know, we're not it's on track. Like Fifty five on Christmas. I checked the other day. It's really? very warm on Christmas. That makes me sad. That really makes me sad. I just remember so like, so what was your, okay. Hey kiddos, if you're under 14, close your ears. Okay. So when did you find out Santa wasn't real? Dude, I was one of the last kids. Really? Me yeah. too. Me too. I Dude. think that's why we love Christmas so much because we had a longer, we had a longer appreciation of like the magic of Christmas. The magic of Christmas. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. No, we, that's. I, what was, what was your parent? Did they have a trick to keep you involved or was it just you just like, shut up. He's still, he's real. They didn't, they, I think my dad and um, 
my mom and stepmom, they all three were probably just like, let it keep believing as long as you yeah. want to keep believing. They never eventually pulled me aside. Did you, do you remember when you found out, did you accept it or were you just like, no, God, no, no. It's like I, when you find out that you're going to die. I was a little pissed, not like angry pissed, but more like, oh, really? Yeah. Fuck, man, I really wanted that to be real. Yeah. I wanted that to be a thing because I think I knew like in the back of my head, like the last two years, I believed kind of knew that I kind of was like, we also, you like, you're afraid you're going to get less presence. Yes. Yeah. Right. So what my mom did, this is how smart she was, is she sent me when I just started kind of like not believing maybe third grade. Does that seem old? Whatever it was, it was old. Third grade, you're nine years old. That doesn't help me. You turn nine during third. What could, the age helps you. Why does no, that, that help No, you? no, no. Because I, I remember things. You're, you're asking if third grade's too old to still believe. Yeah. No, I think I think I would think around the time that's everyone's kind of getting it. Yes. That's so I was kind of getting it. And then I get postcard in the mail never got a postcard before from the north pole what and then i don't i don't remember what she said but the part i remember is i remember that she misspelled my name and everybody misspells my name is jonah most people misspell that name last name jerkins it is the opposite of how you think you spell it right and she misspelled it both in the right in the way and i was like this is from this is from santa Everybody gets my name wrong. And they brought it to school to prove to people that Santa was still alive. Just because all because my mom was my mom he's had still alive. Huh? He was still alive. I said alive. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like he's he's yeah, yeah. Santa's still alive. <laughs> no, Santa's kicking. real. He's living. Yeah, he's got yeah, a yeah. You think he's on fucking his death's door. No, 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 brother. By um, the way, shout out to producer Austin. He'll be chiming in with some stuff because I know thank you for calling he me wants to get Christmas. into the debate. He Is that why you left? Why I no I laughed because I pictured you as a little third grader being like yeah. see yeah. see I yeah. told you see and you often and also the listeners might not know this you talk about it on stage though you were a heavy kid this is before I was fat oh okay so I was still right. a little, I was, I was on my way to being fat so I was oh. like it is funnier if it's a jolly fat kid it's you're a right pudgy there's Jonah there's a correlation yeah. can we recut that can we recut that okay <laughs> no. ask me it again ask me again it's fu- it is funnier if I say yes I was fat yeah go. All right, no, I was gonna say I just pictured little pudgy Jonah walking. I mean, I was in, a fat kid back then, yeah. Being like, see, guys, look, with a candy cane in my this one came hand from the North Pole, with chocolate over Told this face. You. Yeah, that's why, and that's the thing too. It's one of those things where, um, kind of like religion in a lot of ways, you as you want to just say, I I don't care what evidence people show me yeah. one way or another. I want to believe as long yeah. as I can believe because there's no. I, I feel like it's like in my head. I remember being a little kid thinking like, well, I believe. There's no like negative to believing too long. No. But in my brain, if I say, yeah, there is no Santa, and then I find out, oh no, there is. Yeah. And I had a shitty Christmas because I believed in these dickheads in my fucking third grade class. You yeah, know what did I mean? you ever get mad at your parents for lying to you? Um, like I was saying, like when I found out, I think I was annoyed for like a second or two, but then I just kind of understood that like this is still great and it's yeah. part of a tradition and you want and yeah, because I think because I was so one of the last kids, like, dude, I think I was like 11. Oh yeah. You're young. Yeah. And you know how one of the ways I found out for sure, for sure. I had an idea. I think when I was like eight or nine. So you're around, so 11. That's like what? Ninth grade. Yeah. Ninth grade. <laughs> um, I had this idea that I think I got from some like Christmas special or, or something where I'm like, you know what? I'm going to give someone in the, in the show, whatever show I watched, they, you know, they said, Someone, people always give him cookies and milk. I'm going to give him something different. Yeah. So then I had an idea where I'm like, you know what? Maybe Santa needs a new hat. Oh, nice. So we were at like, like a roast. store and we, yeah, we bought, 
I specifically said to my dad, I'm like, I want to buy a Santa new hat. So we bought a Santa hat. And, I and your dad tried out. every hat out before just because he knew he'd end up with it. I didn't see that part of it. Yeah. But we put the Santa hat out next to the milk and cookies. And in the morning when I woke up, the Santa hat was gone. Nice. I'm like, nice. But then a couple of years later, I found that hat. Yeah, yeah. And I remember just being like, fuck. I kind of, I got, a, I, mean? I got a bike from Santa and I was kind of like skeptic. And then I went to my grandma, Betty, shout out to Betty. She's a big listener. I don't know. And uh, I go, uh, hey, where'd you get the bike? And she goes, uh, Toys R Us. And I go, well, I thought Santa got it for me. And she goes, oh. Yeah. And I was like, there it is. Figured it out. And I was ever mad. But I found out later one of the reasons why they try to push us along for me is that as um, to keep me in lock, my grandma would pretend to call Santa Claus and tell him that she had a direct line because of grandma's do. Grandma said direct lines. And she would be like, you're not uh, being like, good enough. You're not being good enough to get the, the gifts because I always wanted the gifts. And this is and then so once that like like the, the facade happens, right, you, whatever opens up. I'm very dumb right now. But like once you kind of figure out, then you can kind of see like how the sausage is made. So like we would always every year we always meet at Christmas Eve and we would like go look at the lights right all the, the all the lights we try to find santa and we come back oh my god santa came while we're gone right because that's the thing is and i never ever once put together that my grandmother and my mom would never be in the same car with us so i have two younger cousins that are like 10 years younger than me so then i got to see that when they were still believing in santa claus when i didn't so basically like we would go try to leave and then my mom and my grandmother stay back and they would like my grandmother would put like mud on boots and like put prints on her carpet and like eat a little of the cookies and kind of sprinkle them apart and put all the presents out. So you see like how it all, and then they wait outside until the, the car came and then they're like, oh, we just got back. Oh my God, Santa was here. And the kids were like, oh, Santa. Like it was just insane. The yeah. things our parents do to keep up with a lie is insane. You know, and I remember when I was like in my mid to late twenties, I, I was joking around mainly, but I, maybe it was partly serious. I was like, you know what? When I have kids one day, I'm not going to fucking, I'm going to tell them <laughs> yeah. right away. I'm mean, like, there's no yeah. Santa. It's me. And I, I was joking. Me like, I don't want some mythical fucking bastard taking credit for my awesome shopping. You Fuck doing that. it? Oh yeah. And then as soon as you have kids, you're like, I'm not going to deny them that because right. that's the, it's great. Yeah. It is great. This, you should see them running down the stairs Christmas morning, you know, and I've got two sons and they get along great. You know, they're brothers and they're two years apart in age. And to see the older one look to the younger one, like last year when they were five, they're six and four. Now they're five and three being like, you know, my one son, Matthew says to Dylan, Santa came, Santa came. And they're just coming down the stairs so fast. So excited. Yeah. Just seeing all the presents under the tree and all that. Just being yeah. like so pumped up. Be like, this is the, it's such a fuck. Like there's so much shit in the world. Obviously we talked about it briefly in the beginning of the podcast. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know what I mean? There's Do horrible trust. I don't want to go back to that. Please never, <laughs> never, ever again, ever, ever. <laughs> There is just, why deny that? And that's why I do love the season. Cause again, like it's December, it's a cold month otherwise. Yeah. And dude, tell me this. I'm wearing, you're wearing this awesome Christmas onesie. I am rocking a Butch McGuire shirt. Yeah. And for those of you who don't know, Chicago listeners will know, Butch McGuire's is the premier Christmas bar, Christmas pub. Did we go there for St. Patrick's too, you and I? Uh, we didn't go there. We wanted to though. We went to Galway Bay Pub. We went to Chief O'Neill's. Chief O'Neill's that's where we think yeah. Uh But it's you go in there and they have it fucking decked out and they've been mm. famous for this. They have this uh, shop that kind of tastes like uh, 
Wrangle mints. Is that a thing? Um, they call it Christmas in your mouth. So I'm wearing like a Butch McGuire's Christmas sweatshirt. Yeah. And it's, I went there on this past Sunday, a couple days <laughs> yesterday. Oh, wow. Yeah, it was yesterday. I'm going to talk yeah. about it. felt like a week ago because it was yeah. such a long day. Um, so I went there yesterday and it was like a two and a half hour wait for people to get in. Really? Yes. And we got there at 11 a.m. Yeah. Open. Like it's, and it's just, they got these trains on the top. Yeah. Like they go along the bar, like on, like along the ceiling of the bar. And it's just, everything's decked down Christmas. They have a Grinch hanging out of like a thing, nice. like he's sneaking in. Good Christmas bar. And, oh, the best. It's, it's, dude, there's a bars bar in general. That's what I was going to say real quick. Bars, pubs in general, this time of year, there is to me nothing better than, look, I love summer in Chicago. That's, that's still the best. Mm -hmm. But there's a close, like that's one, this is one A. Being in a fucking bar that's decked out for Christmas, drinking for me a pint of Guinness. Yeah. Um, you know, you got that shot of whiskey waiting for you too, right there. Yeah, and just being the hot around, toddy. Ah, dude, the lights and the yeah, festive—it's just so great. And you know what I mean? Everyone's all dressed up yeah. and they're wearing like fun Christmas outfits. The it's best. the best. Like if you don't like Christmas, I don't like you, brother. I, like, honestly, one of those things where much. it's right up there with me. Where I kind of. It, unless you like a, a 20, good reason do you like a 365 24 7 christmas bar there's a there's a bar like that at um in wisconsin um i'm forgetting where there's a comic club that you and i've done out there but they have skyline? a skyline skyline appleton appleton so there's a bar in appleton that does that does a, it's a christmas bar like 365 does it do well all year round or is it kind of slow in the summer um, I mean, obviously I think it's slower in the summer, but like, it still like does well. So, but every time I've gone there, like during like off season, it's always like, oh, this is fun. Like there's an excitement yeah. and that's the thing is like what you were talking about before, you know, with your kids, that's the only time I've ever wanted to be like a dad where it's just like, I just can't wait to like, if I could do that with like my two kids, like you're kind of borrow your kids and just do that. <laughs> Cause I think, I think if I got that, I'd be like, all right, man, I've been a dad. Thanks well, Joe. Appreciate it. If you could uh, buy a couple of things that I don't want to buy, then yeah, go for it. Yeah, you yeah. can borrow them for that if you want to. Like, what's okay as a, as a father? What's the one present that your kids want? Where you're like, are you fucking serious? How well, they they're so young. Like that, Legos are insanely expensive. Yeah, but they're young to the point where they don't want like dude, Lego sets are a little crazy. Every now and then I'll be strolling through like a Target and I'll be looking at Lego sets and I'll be like, oh, they got like the fucking Seinfeld apartment Lego yeah. set. That's cool. And I'm like. $89. What the fuck are we doing? Yeah. You know what I mean? They're not into Legos like that. I've gotten them a few Lego sets, like Avengers type stuff. Um, and one was a cool minions thing, but those weren't too crazy in price. They like Legos where it's like, just give me a big box of all the different and I'll make build my, my own, own shit. That's yeah, fine. That's my, that was me too. Yeah. It's a little more creative. It's more you know? fun. I agree. Way more fun. But, um, they're like, my dad's an artist. So, oh yeah. I mean, we do that. I am. Um, I guess. I, mean, it's just, okay. I still don't consider my, do you, I, whatever. That's I like, hate that. No, I hate, I as hate a comedian, when like comedy's uh, art. It's like, I'm a degenerate. I feel the same way as I know stand-up comedy is 100% art, an art form. Mm -hmm. I know that. Of course it is. But when I hear comedians. But you and I don't do it in a skillful way. So like we're not artists. Well, I mean, there's a skill to it. Story, you're a big storyteller and there's definitely a massive skill of storytelling. Uh -huh. um, I weave stories in with a lot of observational shit. So there's. I think the reason we kind of don't feel like it is because a we curse a lot, and we kind no, of no the fuck I don't we're we're conversation there you go you did it again we're conversationalists on stage like uh -huh. I'll I'll give it I'll give a quick aside for the uh, away from Christmas real quick, um, 
the guy who directed my last special, uh-huh. which my special is available on punchup.live. Actually, if you just go to joekilgallon.com, it takes you right there. Mm-hmm. So check it out, everybody. It's very good. It's, it's free on there to watch. Yeah, that crowd seems very so warmed good. up. It's great. So warmed Jonah up. Jonah Jerkins, Mike Leibovitz, and Lisa Traeger all opened for me and were phenomenal. Mm-hmm. So um, the director of that, who I could just name because you could look it up anyway, James Webb. Mm-hmm. When he was doing the editing process, he said to me, he goes, God, you're so fucking easy to edit for because I work with some people who are like, get rid of that pause, get rid of that, get rid of that. Right, this. Right. And I told him, I go, well, because it's different styles of stand-up. If you're the style of stand-up where you're like a like set up punch tag, set every up punch tag, made, yeah. every word does matter for you, right? You need every word to fall into the next word. And it, I get that. But what makes a lot of my material funny is I come from the point of view of an emotion. So like yeah. at one point he's like, oh, I'm, you make some notes and then I'll make some notes and we'll compare. Cause he, you know, we couldn't get together right away. And he was like, oh, I would've thought maybe you wanted this cause you kind of stuttered during this part. And I'm like, no, did I stutter? Cause I'm frustrated. Right. You know what I mean? And so that that's, I'm trying to get people who are watching and in the crowd yeah, you're building to tension. feel what I feel. Right. You know what I mean? I want the audience to feel what I feel. So if I'm doing a joke about being pissed off, I want them to feel that I'm pissed off. Yeah. So that's why it's not as polished as some other yeah. things, which is great. That's what's cool about stamp comedy is even though it's all under the umbrella of comedy, there's different genres. Like Anthony Jeselnik is a guy who would probably be like, I flubbed that word. Yeah. Don't use that take. Use yeah. This take where I don't flub that word. For me, if I flub a word, it doesn't matter. Right. Because I'm taking you on this emotional ride of me fucking either losing my shit or feeling a certain way about right. a thing or, you know, being annoyed or, you know. Well, that I mean, that's the thing too, like, you know, <clears throat> you know, when you're doing that type of comedy, it's like you have to, re- you have to re- like remember how you felt like emotionally the state that you were in when you wrote that joke. Yeah. And the, the skill that you have is your ability to like bring that emotion back when you say those words. Cause yes. if you're not that that's when the joke dies, if you don't. So you have to stay, you have to get in that motion, stay in that motion to, to keep that to sell it. I mean, not to use an industry term. I don't know if it's industry, yeah, absolutely. But like, to sell your joke, like you, you just have to like get yourself mm-hmm. into that. You know what I mean? Like but if, if like I want to feel cheated, I think about when my family lied to me about Santa Claus for <laughs> Yo, such a long time. Way to bring it all back. I love that. But guys like us, we don't, cont- I, I just don't like, to me, growing up, I was thought an artist was someone like, you know, Van Gogh, right. someone who was a painter. I know. You know, I just don't feel like uh, stand-up comedians were telling fucking jokes you know what i mean yeah i i equate it to this i go uh john crook baseball player pretty big in the 90s he famously said mariners no phillies was he on the mariners for a second phillies mostly (laughs) phillies mostly he was on he was on another team or two but mostly it was with philly he uh said i'm not an athlete i'm a baseball player oh yeah and i always feel like i'm not an artist i'm a comedian yeah i feel i mean like that's like is technically sam comedy an art fuck yeah it is yeah 100 is an art but I just don't want to take it that serious. I feel like if I take it that serious, it'll affect the way I view it. And right. to other comics, if I meet other comics who are like, dude, it's an art form and I take it serious, then good for you. Yeah. And, then, and then I brought up Jezunek because I'm like, you have someone who's great as him and he's great. And that's a specific style. And then you have someone like Bill Burr, mm-hmm. who's equally as great. And it's a completely different style. Right. You know what I mean? Well, that's so, that's a fun art form because like, you know, we're all doing the same thing, but we're all doing it in different yeah, styles. Yeah. If every comedian was the same, God damn, would it be boring? It'd be know? so boring. Yeah. So um, with... Uh, it's the same thing like in gift giving, you know, like you just like don't know how you want to like, you know, like how do you do gift giving Christmas? That was pretty good. That was pretty good the way I did that. Yeah. Right? Well, I was going to come right back to you because you said like the Legos, you know, my dad's an artist. Uh, what I was going to say, cause I thought you were going to ask about, you know, any gifts where you're like, fuck, I don't want to get you that. My yeah. sons, thankfully, I've, whatever their big gift is, we've been able to 
oblige. We've been able to get them their big gift. Hold on. But this year, Sorry. we only found out like a, a couple days ago. Um, we went to take him to Santa and they were like, I want to ask Santa for a puppy. And I was like, oh, no. we're not getting you a puppy. Yeah. We have a dog. I was like, right. we have a puppy. She's 10. She doesn't play with you as much. She's a little older. And it's yeah, making me sad because yeah, she's yeah. getting a lot of white hairs down in her, her little beard. But uh, also, am I, I've always wanted to do that, though, as a parent, be able to be like Christmas morning. They open up a box and a cute little puppy comes out of it. Yeah. I've always wanted to do that. But here's the thing, though. In Chicago, being you put a, holes in that thing too. Well, if you hold, you make, you, you set it up where you, the puppy's only in there. You know, it. parents have fucked that one up. Right? I'm sure, and then dead puppies in there. Yeah. Oh, that's fucking <laughs> dark as fuck, dude. But I'm sure someone's it's made facts, that mistake. Dude, facts of life. Well, you don't just wrap the puppy at fucking 11 p.m. the night before and wake up at 7 a.m. with a puppy in there all night. You know, you kind of uh, sneak it, right? Uh-huh. But and that's hard to do in Chicago. I I did think about it. Killing like, puppies. <sighs> yes, Jonah. Killing puppies is hard to do. Maybe let me finish the thought instead of interjecting with your dark shit that makes it where I don't know where yeah, to go mean, next with it. Okay. Okay. True. Cool. Good point. Good point. Forget Fair that. point. Maybe. Fair point. Um, I was, but I was going to say though, is I didn't, I've wanted to get them a puppy and do that thing where it's like surprise puppy. Cause that's like an all time parent move. Right. Parents who could pull that off are in parental hall of fame. Yeah. You know what I mean? For sure. In Chicago though, this is where I'm getting with it. You have to train the puppy. You don't want you. If you, anyone who gets a dog wants to do it when the weather's warm. Right. Cause you got to walk that puppies have so much energy. You got to walk that thing like fucking eight times a day because you're training it not to shit in your house. Your, your dog now, did, did you get it as a puppy? Yes. Okay. In Los Angeles, California. So, you've been through this. so I've been through it and it's yeah. so fucking hard, dude. I never, I didn't grow up with a dog. My wife did. So when we got our dog, I was like, this is awesome. I've always wanted a dog. I mean, it's a little, it's a, she was a three and a half year old pup. She was a rescue. We got it from a rescue place. Dude. Um, and the training though, having her pissing and shitting all over the fucking apartment was yeah. rough. It I was bet. fucking hard. Yeah. So you don't want to do that in a season like December in the Midwest of the United States of America where the weather's horrible. You want to do that where it's like, all right, cool. It's June and we can just hang out in the backyard all day. So this dog shits and pisses there. And then you get it through the dog's head. This is where you shit and piss. Right. You don't shit and piss in the house. But when it's, you know, what if it snows up? What if on December 26th, a foot of snow drops? How am I going to train a dog when there's right. a foot of snow on the fucking ground? Right. That's that's where I was trying to get to. You know yeah. what I mean? I love you, though, because you always try to go for the joke. when sometimes it's like, let's just get the funny thought out. <laughs> so you're telling me that you thought that was a funny thought? <laughs> I didn't think it was a funny thought. I thought it was just a good point. You, you said the point, and then I was like, I have nothing did you to think it was? Did you think that. it was? Then, you, then you, we talk about the next thing. Yeah. But here's the thing. I'm, I'm giving shit. I'm giving you shit too because whatever. What? No, say 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 what you want to say. Um I feel like while I talk, instead of listening to me, you're thinking, how can I make this funny? How can I no, make I this am funny? How can to I make this funny? Yeah. Okay. Because but you're also what, thinking, how can I make this funny? How can I make this funny? Well, no, I'm I'm trying to think like, like okay, you need to make okay. it funny, just just have a conversation like a normal person. I have a conversation with you. That's but why I think I think the point of a, a podcast where two people is that you know, as the audience grows, the people like us and they want to hear our thoughts. How, on how many times have I asked you a question and then you've 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 answered that and then rebuttaled with a question about what I think about things? Um, I, I mean, you have to not give often. specific examples, right? Because you don't do that. Because you don't, you don't. Well, be, well it's true. It depends what your question is, though. If your yeah, but question but like, is, I, I'm asking question, you a question about how you feel as a person, and then well, you don't. Me, res- what you was the question? What was the question about how I feel as a person? What was it? Say it again. I, I asked you about Christmas and everything. You haven't asked me about Christmas yet. Do you understand? That you haven't asked me about any personal. No, you. We I did. I asked you when you fucking knew about Santa, and then you talked about it. And it was great. Did, is that? It was, or did that, I was I ask it not great, Austin. 
You well, you asked me first because I intro the podcast. I do the welcome to the goddamn podcast. Course, course. So then you get you the first it. question, and it was when did you know about Santa? And I, right. I was one of the last kids. Yeah. You said I was one of the last kids too. And yeah. then you told a great story about how fucking late you were. Thank I you. then showed my great story yes. about how late it was. You did. And then we're going back and forth. The only reason I'm giving you shit is because I'm trying to explain the puppy thing, and you keep interjecting. And it's like if you just don't interject, I'll wrap this up, and then we could go back to the fun shit. Here you. I hear you. You can't ask, like you asked me, what's Joe. a gift that you were, you did ask me, you asked me, what's a gift that your kids asked when you're like, fuck, I don't want to get that. And before I could get to it, you said, was it Legos? You didn't even let me answer. You assumed Legos. You did. Okay. And then that's sure. why we're going through this sure. shit. But I'm like, I'm like, oh, was it Legos? Like, what was it? Like, what's, what's the thing? You know? Cause I, your, <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm, I'm the thing that you said. Okay. So your conversation, which I understand I the puppy thing and all that. Of course I'm going to follow up, man. I'm you know, we love up. each other. Hey, ask you hey, about Christmas. Joe. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. <laughs> Happy Hanukkah. Kiss your ass, kiss his ass. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. So, okay. So you were talking about the puppy thing, right? And and what that made me think of is like for you. So it's like, what is, because like, you know, I, I think as, as kids, you know, your kids are asking for a puppy. They don't understand like the responsibility, everything towards that, right? So is there like a gift? What's the biggest gift you ever got? That you comes to mind. I got for the kids. Ooh. Um, I, I, I was just, I, I didn't. Was, so, oh, oh how I, I no, let's finish up on the question you the the thing you're talking about what's the in your brain if you want to answer this like what do you think is like the one present you got one of your kids where you're like i fucking crushed that my wife this was 100 her idea we got them a bounce house oh nice because it was during okay. the pandemic and it was like there's not a lot of fun going on so we got them like a really good bounce house that we set up in our basement that thankfully they were Did short you enough. Bounces in your basement. Yeah, they were. Whoa. Well, they're short. They're little kids. Me and you would be busting our fucking. Yeah, we'd yeah. be. They would have concussions. Yeah. Well, but you know, uh, at the time, a four and two year old could jump up and down and have the best time. Yeah. And they did, and it was great. And they they play with it a lot for a while. Then it got poked by my dog. She put <laughs> her course. paw. It yeah. was our fault. We should have been keeping up with her nail trimmings. And so my wife fixed it with a patch. But then at that point, they were starting to move on to like. They got into like playing uh, video games a little bit more. You, know, yeah. you, get, you can get a little older, but it was that one. I remember just them being floored by that. So that one pops up to the most to me. Have you ever had a response? So you personally, oh, and how do they, they, they freaked out. Oh, they freaked out. They yeah. Really loved it. Yeah. So you personally like, okay. So you know, there's that, that classic video of the kid that gets like N64 and freaks yeah. out. Right. Do you have a gift that your parents ever gave you where oh, you were like, freaked you out. have that? Um, off the top of my head, I can't. Think uh, do you have one? Because let, let's have I, you answer that and I can think I don't of mine. That seems like I, I think don't I'm really bad at getting gifts. Like I'm very appreciative and I love gifts and like it means a lot to me, but I'm really bad at like expressing. So I look like I'm mad. And and that's my problem. Really? Yeah. So when people like give me a gift, I'm just like, you know, if I was like, oh, hey, a Rolex, thanks. This is really nice of you. Like it's like it's like I don't even have I don't have a good enough, and I always feel like bad because I'm people are like, do you not like it? I'm like, no, I, I love this. Do you handle compliments well? Why are you giving me a compliment right now? I was just asking in general. <laughs> that was a joke. <laughs> no, I was asking you a question. Um, I, I complimented you earlier about your onesie, and you were like, really? Yeah, I hated you it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I hate you compliments. Didn't, didn't I, think okay. you're, I think you're hitting on something. Yeah, uh, that's I, I don't what I'm trying like to hit on. Yeah. Because if you can't handle compliments, a gift, a really great, thoughtful gift, is an expression of love. Yeah, and and compliments in a way are an expression yeah. of love. And I think maybe you are like, you just don't know how to respond to that. Yeah. You know what I mean, you, you know. Are you good at, like, are you good I'm at not like, good. Ah! I'm not good at taking compliments, but I do know how to dial it up to. When you get a gift? Yes. Um, because I think when I was younger, 
I wasn't good. And then I remember being like, if it, you got to really heighten it a little bit to yeah. make the person feel great. Cause there I know gift I, comes, I feel bad if someone didn't respond well. Yeah. Is there a gift that comes to mind? Uh, this is getting a little too personal. Maybe uh, that I've given my wife that she went nuts for. Oh, no. Well, I used it personal, so I thought maybe it was something like that. I thought, like, you know, like a family member gave you where you pretended that you really liked it, but and, 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 oh, and when um, you look back at it, you're like, do you even fucking know me? Like, I've gotten so many gifts. Okay, so I love my aunt and uncle, but they're so bad at gift giving, and they give me so many shit where I'm just like, they're going to hear this. Huh? They're going to hear this episode. I know they probably are. I love you guys. I send them direct links. They're going to hear this. <laughs> I love you guys. No, I'm kidding. Go ahead. I'm sorry. But, you know, like, it's just like, you know, I, I, I think I'm I am very in my head about if I'm a good gift giver to my loved ones, to like, to, you know, girlfriends or loved ones. And I don't know if you like that with your wife, but it's like, it's a lot of pressure. It, it <sighs> Instead of just being like, that's the, that's the thing you asked and I, got, I gave it. Uh, yeah. It's my like, girlfriend's like, hey, I thought of because this, you're kind of like this. So I thought of this whole thing for this. And I'm, in my head, I'm always like, fuck you for making me feel bad about the thing I got you because you said it and I got it. And here it is. You know, that is weird that anyone would make you feel bad about that, though. Um, well, that she doesn't. I made myself feel bad. Oh, OK. It's more of yeah, an internal yeah, yeah. thing. So, well, I mean, it's tough. There is a lot of pressure to Christmas, which is why I feel like a lot of people might not Shit, like uh, it, you know, yeah. Um I like uh, like responding to that bell, being like, "Yeah, I fucking deliver, baby." Really? Oh, yeah, that's yeah. where I get that. I get the good gifts. Um, yeah. I had a nice streak with. Um, now that we're married, it's different, and I take this cue from my my dad and my stepmom. They did this great thing. They set a great example growing up of how I think married couples should be with Christmas, because you you've been with each other so long, and mm -hmm. what do you really need? You know what I mean? Right. It's, it's yeah. You, know, you get older, it's harder to shop for you because you don't need anything anymore. Right. You know, and you don't really have diehard hobbies. Um, like you did when you were a kid. There's not like some big fad you're into or it's, you know, like my kids right now, I could get them anything Pokemon and they're going to be like, yeah. You yeah. Know? So like what if you're, um, yeah, your wife just gave you a bunch of pogs. You're like, I don't play pogs anymore. That'd be pretty dope though. Pretty if I got though, them right, right now, right? Cause that's just that nostalgia would be really happy in yeah. my head. Um, no, but like my uh, dad and stepmom would do a thing where every Christmas they would get themselves like one big thing that would like benefit the house. You know oh, what I mean? Nice. I remember yeah. one Christmas after we were done opening gifts, I, I said to them, I'm like, what'd you guys get each other? And they're like, Oh, we're actually getting new furniture. It's gonna be delivered in a couple of days. That's nice. like our gift. Like we decided yeah. to do that. Like, so I remember telling my wife, I'm like, that's what we should do every year. Talk about what we like want to like benefit the house or benefit something that's going to make life more functional. Yeah. Um, and yeah. And so that's what we, you know, kind of did. We actually just, uh, new, uh, L couch. We got delivered. Oh, early, nice. So I'm like, we're just, we're getting it delivered. So we're going to fucking put the thing in. So we yeah. got that. Cause I wanted to be able to be in that and, Christmas morning, right? Yeah, yeah of course. That's, it's great. That's great. So yeah, like stuff like that. Um, as far as any gift where I went nuts for as a kid, I do remember, I remember the gifts I post Santa because then, you know, it's from your parents. 100%. Yeah. You know what my dad did? That was smart. Um, he, the gifts from Santa, he didn't wrap. And I told my yeah, wife, same that, thing. same thing. Yeah, yeah, see, I wanted yeah. my wife to follow that, but she didn't have yeah. that growing up. Oh, interesting. Cause yeah. I remember telling her, I'm like, you know, it saved the wrapping time if we started that. And she mm -hmm. just doesn't do it. So I'm like, it'd be like, it'd be a bunch of less things to wrap. Also, this is a message. And it feels I'm, I'm separate. Gonna, it feels like. It feels like, yeah, exactly. You feel like Santa has the same wrapping as you guys? And, yeah. So we shoot always, she's good about it. She, she gets different wrapping paper okay. to make sure they know. Um, but in my head, I'm like, Santa, when I see him in movies, he would take like a doll out of a fucking sack and just put the doll down. Yeah. Right. When I'm thinking of all the movies, I don't, rarely was he taking wrapped gifts out always. Right. Right. I don't know. So, um, but this is a little message for all the parents out there. I read this a like four years ago and it really stuck with me whatever the big gift is that's from you 
The PS5 right. is not from Santa. No, no That no. is from you. Right. You paid $500 fucking dollars for that thing. You deserve the credit. Don't make that a Santa gift. The small gifts should be Santa gifts. And the reason I am emphasizing this is because I read a thing where it's like, think about the kids that, um, you know, their parents don't have a lot of money and they go to school, you know, after Christmas break is over, it's like, what'd you get? What'd you get? And some kids like Santa got me a fucking brand new 10 speed mountain bike. Mm -hmm. What's Santa get you? And it's like, oh, Santa got me these two toys that I've seen in five below. You know what yeah. I mean? That, that, that costs $10 total. I mean, not that kids would name the prices, right. but they're going to know. It's like, oh, I got this action figure. Right. You got a fucking PS5 or a right. big TV or a bike or whatever, you know, whatever the new thing is. Right. Nintendo DS or some shit. Um, like, Ross be cool. Like, one? if you, no. well, how cool would this be? Yeah. If, if you gave. I was it? looking at you. What's the new Nintendo that's big? Switch. Nintendo Switch. Switch. Yeah. Switch. Thank you. Nintendo Switch is what I was That was like five for. years ago, Joe. Well, they have a new one, the OLED. Well, yeah, that's okay. Like, cool. Shut that's the like, fuck up. That's three years ago. Shut up. You but yeah, you he doesn't. He's he's bitter because he doesn't play his. <clears throat> that's true. I don't play mine. I bought a new controller for it today. Um, really? I did. You. Thank you. Um, so also, I agree with you because um, how cool would that be if you got your kids PlayStation Five and Santa got the extra controller for the PlayStation Five. That means that Santa is talking to you about what he should get them i'm like your grandma got that direct line yeah you know? right yeah 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 that'd be pretty cool too and they're just like they're like dude santa 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 my dad talk yeah, yeah. They're, they're boys how do you know they're drinking buddies yeah how do you know i got my mom got me a my hold mom, on hold on hold on oh go ahead jonah what's the gift that like that you just went nuts for when you were a kid well I always wanted a Sega CD. That was like my favorite thing, right? Well, not my favorite thing, but that's the thing I always wanted. And my mom, one time I was like asking for something and she goes, oh, it's in, and this is like early, mid-December. And she goes, oh, it's in this room, that drawer. I was, I don't know, batteries or whatever the fuck I was looking for. I don't know. And I go in, I look up and there's like a, there's like a dish towel. I'm like, and I look over Sega CD, right? So I'm like, that's how I found a guy at Sega CD. So I came down and then I go, mom, can I guess? what gifts I got? And she goes, what? And I go, did you mistake a CD? And she goes, how the fuck? Like, you know, she's like, how did you? And I go, you told me. And then she's like, do you want to play it? And I was like, yeah. So then we went up and we played it. Like I got to play it for like weeks on end. And then, um, but she was like, you can't tell your stepdad, you know? So we had to like do it. Like, so we played it, you know, when he wasn't around and stuff like that. So then when I opened it up in front of everybody, I had to like, I had to be like, Pretend. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why but you're I, so bad at pretending. About I know, this. but like I had that thing, I had that moment where like I looked at my mom and we were kind of like, like we kind of winked at each other being like, yeah, you know about this. I know about that. We had our fun time together. Like I was like, that's probably one of my, uh, it's a very fun moment of mine. No, that's a great mom move on her end too. I if think of great mom moves. I remember I talked about this not that long ago with someone. One of the best Christmases I had as a kid uh, my mom got hit by a car like a month earlier. <laughs> it sounds that horrible. was your present. That was not the present. She had gotten money from that, like oh, a big shit. settlement. Oh wow! So that year, Ninja Turtles it was like a bad. It was a bad hit. Yeah, she was in the hospital for a couple of days, oh, but I'm she so sorry, she, she, yeah. be fine. she was fine though, and we knew she'd be fine, so it wasn't you know too crazy serious. But uh, from that money, she went all out on Christmas that year. Nice. And it was, I think it was like the second Christmas after my parents divorced too. So it was probably like a little bit like, you know, yeah. I don't know how that works with uh, that, but I'm sure there was part of that. And I remember that year getting Ninja Turtles were wildly popular. Mm -hmm. The animated cartoon was on the first movie. It just came out too, I think. And I got every fucking Ninja Turtle toy. Ones where nice. I didn't even know they made. Good I remember, dude, I got, of course. Dude, <laughs> 
Oh, I got one of the main four? Yeah, <laughs> duh. Dude, I was getting bad guys who were like extras. You got the you foot? Know what I mean? You got Dude, the fucking foot? I got like all the foot clan. What? I got Shredder's cousin. Like I got fucking characters where I'm like, what? The? I got the sewer. Got I had the bus. I had... You got ski squad? Dude, I had April O'Neil in multiple outfits. Do you have the yellow outfit? Ooh, dude, you got to do the yellow outfit. That's how I discovered I was straight. April O'Neil yeah. <laughs> from Ninja Turtles. I was like, I will take that yellow jacket yeah. off right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't care yeah. if I'm six. But yeah. it, it was so when, you, when people are like, hey, you watching that yellow jacket? So you're like, I've been watching that for 20 years, my friend. Oh, hell yeah, dude. I love April O'Neil. Um, actually, it was at a Halloween party when I was like 22, 23, and there was a girl dressed as April O'Neil. We yeah. had a fucking massive argument. She was actually quite rude. Yeah. What, what was the argument? I remember specifically what the argument about argument was about because she were, there was some talking shit about some stuff earlier, and then I was just like, all right, she's a loud mouth, whatever. I thought nothing of it, but where it was a group of people. It was a big, I mean, just like women are. Jesus, Jonah. Nice, Jonah. But yes. <laughs> nice. But yes. Nice. No. <laughs> so, My two um, straight white male people, producer and they all said nice. We agreed. Um, no. So uh, she said something like um, Chicago needs to do better with uh, cycling or whatever. I remember thinking like it's a weird thing to bring up at a fucking yeah. Halloween party when everyone's drunk and wearing costumes. <laughs> and then I'm like, you know what? I'm sure every city needs to get better, but I know Chicago for a major city actually does better than most. Right. She's like, are you out of fucking your mind? Are you out of your fucking mind? Chicago was terrible with recycling, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, all right, well name a major city that's better. And her response was Davenport, Iowa. And I laughed in her face. I'm like, Davenport, Iowa has as many people. We were in Lakeview, which is a neighborhood that has like 90,000 people. Right. I'm like, Davenport, Iowa has like, Eight, twelve thousand people. I don't know the fucking population, but that is not a major. Nobody would call that a major city. And I said to her, "I'm like, I'm talking about cities with fucking professional sports franchises." Yeah, You're, Davenport, Iowa is your response, and I gave her so much shit uh, to the point where she got like, "Fuck you," and like laughed. And then people told me like that she was like crying in the next room. I'm like, <laughs> I didn't. She was, she talked shit about my city. <laughs> said we can't recycle, and then her response was Davenport. I'm like, I'm not apologizing. Yeah, but she was dressed as April O'Neil. I just remember that specifically. Annoyed me because I was like, "You see no turtles near her." Yeah, you're like, ruining, no turtles. You're ruining a, this is a fetish that I have, and you're yeah, ruining she it." She ruined me. my fetish, and then it's I noticed later point. there were Ninja Turtles dressed at that party, uh-huh. but they were staying far away from her because they knew <laughs> she was like, "She's going to break up the group." Yeah, this was a toxic April O'Neil. Yeah, damn straight. Damn Let's straight. get into our movies though, because we all love the Christmas season with Christmas movies. Hey, Spe- wait, Dick speaking Dickhead, Ninja Turtles, when you laugh like that now, you're on mic. I go over here, Dickhead. There's no way that wait, there's before, no way wait, that wait, wasn't wait, wait, wait. Before okay, before we go to the movies. Okay, All right, fair enough, Austin. Fair you enough. See me, Jonah, you see me laugh. Look, look though. My head. Producer Austin, yeah. I love your laugh when you're laughing at something genuinely funny, not when you're laughing at me trying to switch subject matter. It was just a, no, that was, it was funny just though. A funny it was a funny transition. Well, oh, because yeah. how long are we gonna stay on the April O'Neil topic? As I long know, as you wanted to be on it. Okay. I just thought it was funny that we're going from that and then be like, all right, Christmas movie. Okay, before <laughs> before like okay, before movies, I do have an important question for you, Joe. Right. As a man that, that appreciates a good uh, Christmas decoration, you go on color lights, you go on white lights. What are we doing? <sighs> I go and oh, by forth, the way, man. You, you're going to have to distinguish what we're talking about by saying lights. Because if this podcast starts talking, if we talk about what do we like more colors or whites, that's not going to go well. Fair point. Yeah. Uh, so, so make sure you say lights. When it comes to lights on the Christmas tree, uh-huh. Ooh. white lights. Agreed. On like the bushes outside the house, colored lights. You like colored lights. Yes. Okay. What about like just blue? Like or like are you doing separate colors? Do you like that? Do you like the do the lights blue. that look like icicles? Like what do you what's uh, those look you? good? I've seen people pull that off very yeah. well. I've Austin never like had a house where I had the fake Christmas icicles. No. Do you do my the... kids like the inflatables now? Those are very popular. That was we my got question. a okay. baby Yoda with a Santa hat. Oh, baby nice. Yoda's very popular in my house. 
We have um, Christmas Jack Skellington. Nice. He's dressed like Santa's Jack Skellington. That's a big one. These are uh, all blow We got up the things? Grinch and Max. Max is the Grinch's pup. Okay. We live in a cave in Whoville way up. I've read the book a million times, so I know all the rhymes. Nice. Um, yeah. And then we've got like Snowman and, and Rudolph, the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Okay. Uh, Rudolph's not a blow up, though. He's like a, I don't know what you'd call it, but he's. Ceramic? Yeah, I guess. You know, he lights up, but he's not a blow up. The blow yeah. ups. The thing about the blow ups that, I mean, that's the big trend lately in Christmas decorations over the last, because I don't remember blow ups being a thing when we were growing up. No. Um, but the thing with the blow ups is that when we have it on a timer, so when they're blown up, they look great. But then when you leave the house in the morning at 9.30 a.m. or whatever, they're just, they're flat and inflated, just like yeah. lying there on the ground, lifeless. And it just looks a little like so It's sad. like you Saturday night, midnight, just being like, just, just give me 10 more minutes. I'll get up. I don't, don't worry about it. No, I got a timer, my man. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they just deflate on their own after, I think, I think it's, they inflate at like four o'clock and they- I was doing a sex joke. Deflate at one. Oh, oh I'm, I'm so not proud sorry. of it either. I'm not proud of it either. <laughs> it, didn't even, it didn't even register to me. <laughs> I know. It I didn't register to anybody Christmas here. Talk. Yeah. What's your favorite Christmas movie, Jonah? <sighs> okay, so I didn't know that we were going to talk about these things. So, <laughs> okay. Uh, just Friends. It's up there. It's one of my favorites with Ryan Reynolds. Great movie. And Amy Smart. And I would also say uh, Die Hard, which we're going to have this discussion later. Yeah. And I would also say National Poon's Christmas Vacation. That, I have a top five. Can I say my top five? Of course you can. All right. What uh, if I was like, no, my, this has been the podcast, guys. I appreciate yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. I, I thought you knew we were going to do like uh, a I know we knew top five. My bad. So I have my top five Christmas movies. Number one. Christmas Vacation. Nice. Fucking love that movie. So good. Number two, Home Alone. Great. It's up there. My top three could switch around, though. Uh, Christmas Story, number three. You don't like Christmas Story? It's a great movie. I think this movie's boring as shit. Well, he grew up without love in his home, clearly. Uh, Elf is number four. Oh, yeah, Elf. And then I got like, I like the Charlie Brown Christmas special. What? But that's only like 30 minutes long. So I wanted this movie. I like the Santa Claus. Oh, yeah. I like the Santa Claus. That's a good one. It's in the theater. With Tim Allen? Yeah. We yeah. saw the third yeah. one opening night. I remember that. I was like seven or eight. It was a huge day. With Martin Short? Great. Yeah, it was great. He's Jack Frost. Yeah, my yeah, kids he, like that I one. love his yeah. outfit. He's great. Home Alone man. 2 I love too. Um, Home Alone 2 is great. I saw Home Alone in the theater when I was, what they come out? 1990? So I was like five Maybe years one, old or something. Today, really? And yeah. and But A Christmas Story I love because what makes it a great Christmas movie is you as know, you- the, Sorry. What makes it a great Christmas movie is as you age- you identify with a different character in the movie as you go along. Sure. Like when you're a kid, you're Ralphie, of course. But for me, I identify with the dad so much. And you were talking about like, you know, you don't want kids, but around Christmas time, you'd be like, man, it'd be great to be a dad because yeah. that seems like a fun time of year. The dad in a Christmas story is kind of a curmudgeon of a character. He's an old school dad. They don't want to upset him at all. He comes home from work angry. You know, he kind of has that vibe to him, mm -hmm. but he delivers at the end. Like the whole time he knew what his yeah. son wanted the most. His son wanted the little red rider, red rider BB gun. And at the end, when the kid had opened all his presents, he's sitting next to his dad. He's have a good Christmas. He's like, yeah, pretty good. You know, he's got his arm around him. He's like, oh, pretty good. He's like, do you get everything you want? He's like, almost. He's like, oh, well, there's always next year. And then his dad goes, wait a minute. What's that yeah, over there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He goes, wait a minute. Go look over there by the desk. There's something over there. And then he goes, oh, the kid gets excited. And the mom's like, what is this? Like, he didn't even tell the mom he did this. Because the mom was like, you're going to shoot your eye out goes over there and then just stands up watching his kid open up the thing he'd been desperately desiring all Christmas season. 
and just stands there. He's got a cup of coffee in his hand and a big smile on his face, knowing that he delivered for his child. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, as a parent, you will do anything for your kid, right? right? So to me, that's why that movie, A Christmas Story, is like special, the way it goes along. And the dad's great in it too. The actor's phenomenal. That's he great. was the dad in Billy Madison. Ever see Billy Madison with Adam Sandler? Of course you have. He's the father in that. He's That's He right. does facial expressions oh, well. Oh, Billy boy, Billy boy. I hope you find what it is, what you're looking for. Here's a nice piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, there's just different things. They definitely, he beats up the bully, right? There's just like the tongue on the pole. I don't know. There's a lot. I'm sorry that you don't like it. That's okay. You don't have to like everything. What's your favorite, like, unconventional Christmas movie, like reindeer games? Uh, I've never seen reindeer games. <laughs> You've never seen reindeer games? No. And you know what? And, and to get into this, because uh, you mentioned Die Hard being one of your favorites. To me, is Scrooge up there for you. Scrooge is good. I haven't seen that That's one. That's one in of my favorite. And I like Bill Murray. Scrooge is yeah. great. Um, I, I, you have to be a horrible, horrible Christmas movie for me not to like you. That's how much I love Christmas movies. So you like Surviving Christmas with Ben Affleck? I've never seen that one, but I like Christmas with the Cranks. It's pretty good. Oh, oh you yeah. seen Christmas with the Cranks? Yeah, seen it. It's all right. Jingle yeah. all the way. Yeah. Oh, Jingle all the way is a top five for me. Is that top five for you? I like that awesome. one. White Christmas, which is really old school. I like. I love that movie too. It's a wonderful life, believe it or not. I never seen it. Never seen it start to finish. Me too. I've seen chunks. Do you like? Do you like a very Brady Christmas? I can't remember that. That's a good one. I feel like somebody is caught on or something. I don't know. I watched it as a younger boy, but um, Surviving Christmas is good. Ben Affleck, Reindeer Games. I know James Gandolfini's in it, right? Uh huh. All right, so I have to check that you out. You see Just Friends? Yes, and I like Just Friends, but I forgot it was a Christmas movie. Yeah. It is? That's probably one of my favorites. I watch that every Christmas. So the fact that I'm not sure if it's a Christmas movie, we need to launch into this. And just to get a heads up from Austin, everybody, <clears throat> how much time do we have? What, what are we at? You have 50. 50. All right, cool. This will, be, this will be the good last 10 to 15 minutes of the podcast then here. Movies. No, we're talking Christmas movies. Big debate, and it's been going on for a very long time. Die Hard a Christmas movie. Now, I've heard that the writer has come out saying it is. Bruce Willis said it wasn't, but the writer would know more than yeah, Bruce, but Bruce Willis. Bruce Willis lost his body right now. <laughs> yes, Jonah. I should be asking him any questions right now. Yes, Austin. Yeah. Our feel good Christmas episode, we and you guys Bruce go Wilson. to the darkest, saddest thing that's going on. Um, it's pretty sad. <laughs> it's very sad. Poor Bruce Willis. Uh, my thoughts are, are this when it comes to whether or not it's a Christmas movie. As an action movie, I think Die Hard's one of the greatest action movies of all time. Correct. If you're going to say to me, Joe, it's definitely a Christmas movie, and I say, sure, it's not a great Christmas movie. There's no real Christmas message other than like you, you're saving people, I suppose, and you're, you know, it's his wife that he's having problems with, and there's a, a little bit of a family element there. But to me, there's no like, like, uh, Santa, there's no children involved. There's no, there's like a lot that needs to be like fit in for to me for it to be a Christmas movie. There's kids involved. Is there though? Yeah. I mean, I just feel like it's a Christmas movie. Also, let me ask you this. I, I brought Theo, this Theo, it's a Christmas. It's not for miracles. Do you know when Die Hard came out? And by when, I mean what time of year? What time of year hit I theaters? actually don't. That's a good question. I don't came know. came out in July. Did it? Yes. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. Christmas in July. Sure. Yeah. I just feel like if you're a true Christmas movie, you're going to come out. Agreed. November, December. For sure. Yeah. Right. You'd like be surprised Home Alone came around on Thanksgiving so it could dominate the month of December yeah. for yeah, yeah. Christmas movie. That's just my thought about it. like Home Alone is clearly a Christmas movie. He's all about they're going away for Christmas. He's like, right. why are we going away to Christmas? You know, we should be here for Christmas. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's the whole I want my family for Christmas. Mm -hmm. The houses, there's the burglars are going to these places because they know everyone in that neighborhood's gone for Christmas. Yeah. Christmas is all over it. He goes to see Santa. 
right? Where he's like, I know you're not the real Santa, but you work for Santa. Yeah, great line. There, yeah, there's just a that is Christmas themed. Now we talked about Batman Returns before the podcast, and you're like, that's 100 a Christmas Hell movie. Yeah. What's Christmas about it other than that Christmas is in the background? So all it takes is for Christmas so, okay, to be in the background okay. for a Christmas movie, right? So I don't know. That's kind of that. what happens in Just Friends, but Just Friends is like a little like on a line a little bit. To me, Just Friends was about a guy who became hot but he was fat and he loved this girl but she always considered him just a friend but he always had romantic feelings for her so now that he's in this great shape he's going to show up to his old town and show her hey i'm back in my hometown but i fucking made it look at me i got a six-pack i'm a good-looking guy i make money you're still here with these losers look at me now so you did love it it's a revenge movie it's not a christmas movie yeah true do they end up together at the end i can't remember well, he goes to her My house. wife loves that movie. I love that movie. And he opens the door and he goes, uh, he goes, I just want to take you on a date. You know, I want to tell you how beautiful I think you are. I don't care if it's a date date. I don't care whatever it is. I want to make it this great, great yeah. line. Yeah. Yeah. Cause he had to prove like his whole thing was he was stuck in a friend zone and yeah. he'd been working the rest of his life since high school to get out of that friend zone. <clears throat> so and he so, was like, I'm good at hockey now, but then they give him the so wrong So if it's centered around socks. Christmas, if, okay. So, so if it's during Christmas, it's not a Christmas movie. That's, that's what you're saying. No, so I mean, die hard. It, it could be during Batman returns. It could be during Christmas, but to me, reindeer games. Yeah, it's tough. I mean, people are gonna think Joe, you're a fucking idiot, because if Christmas is a setting, it's a Christmas movie. But I feel like, I just feel like Die Hard isn't Christmas isn't the theme of Die what's, Hard. What's the that's most, why there's a debate. So what's the most Christmas movie? Scrooge, a Christmas probably. story, a Christmas oh, yeah. vacation, Christmas vacation. The so here's the thing, um, you know, I've written a screenplay before. I, I, before I did stamp, I wanted to be fucking John Hughes. Right. You know what I mean? Like I wanted to write screenplays because when I was growing up, I loved comedy movies and I'd always be like, who wrote this? That's the real fucking funny person. Right. Not all these people. They're right. They're saying someone else's lines. So I was really into this. So I've read a dozen screenplay books on how to write a screenplay in the formula. And most screenplays follow the formula of where right around minute 10, the main character kind of declares what they want. Mm-hmm. And then by minute 25, that is set into motion. So minute 10 of a Christmas vacation, he states, I want to have a good fun old fashioned family Christmas. Yeah. That's, that's the theme in Christmas story. What do you want for Christmas? That's the theme. What he wants for Christmas. How do you feel about four Christmases? Four four Christmases is definitely a Christmas. That's my favorite. Because the whole idea behind that was they couldn't stand their families around Christmas. Right. So they would avoid them. But then what happens when you're stuck? Mm -hmm. How do you get back into that life of being around your family for the holidays? And then by the end, they realize, oh, this is actually good to be around our family for the holidays. So, right. yeah, there's something to it. Fred Claus is clearly a Christmas movie. It's the Claus? brothers. Yeah. Yeah, I saw Fred Claus. Seen it. it came out in 2008 or nine or something That's like Kevin that. It was like 21, baby. 22. <laughs> is Kevin Spacey in that? He's oh, he's the bad guy. He's, he's the villain the bad guy. in that. He, just, he was upset he didn't get a Superman cape, which is funny because that movie came out the same time as Superman Returns where he played Lex Luthor. Oh, that's right. And yeah. so with, uh, that was a bad Superman movie. Brandon <laughs> Ralph. Ugh. <laughs> Henry Cavill is the shit of Superman. They fire him. How dumb is DC? Anyway, but back to Fred Claus. The, that movie could have been delivered a little bit better and executed better. It's okay. Um, but the premise is fantastic for Fred Claus. The idea being like, what would it be like to be Santa Claus's brother and live in that shadow? He's got family. Yeah. Like we heard about Mrs. Claus. Does he have siblings? And what do the siblings think? Right. And, and that whole and He's they have a in thi- Chicago too. He's yeah, Chicago. and it's filmed, it's filmed in Chicago. Yeah, because Vince Vaughn's a big Chicago guy. So in one of the opening scenes of Fred Claus is he's talking to all these other famous people's brothers, 
like Sylvester Stallone's brother. It's like a support uh, group. Yeah. Uh, one of the Baldwins. Yeah. Uh, uh, Bill Clinton's brother. They got Roger yeah. Clinton. They legitimately got Bill Clinton's brother to act in a movie. Oh, wow. And they're all talking about how hard it is to be yeah. a brother of a super famous person. And when it gets to him, he's like, well, my brother's Santa Claus. And they go, you're just here to mock us, you asshole. We legitimately, they think he's just some nutbag. He's like, no, I really, my brother's really Santa Claus. Yeah. And all this shit. But like, those are all, those, <laughs> were, those movies were written with the intent of, I'm going to make this movie. It's going to come out maybe a month before Christmas or around Christmas. And my hope is that every year people get together and watch this movie. Yeah. I think Die Hard was written to be like, this is a fucking badass action movie. Right. What is, what is it, you know, what's this guy going to do to take out all of these terrorists who are taking over a building in LA and all this kind of shit. And there's the, the cops redemption story, uh, you know, officer Winslow mm-hmm. family matters. Love that guy. Mm-hmm. And it just so happens. They were like, how do we get this couple that's not doing well together? Because they're like going through a divorce, kind of, right? Um, yeah, they're making it work. They're trying to make it work. Yeah, yeah. But they're struggling as a couple, right? right? Well, it's Christmas her, brings them together, though. Yes. He's a New York cop, though. New York cop. But he goes there for her Fucking office LA. Christmas party in L.A. So Fucking they got, California. Yeah. yeah. So that's, yeah, exactly. It's weird how this podcast is turning into, if you're going to watch any Christmas movies, you need to watch Fred Claus and Reindeer Games. <laughs> well, <laughs> it's kind of like, Well, tell me about happening. Reindeer Games. I just told you about Fred Claus. I'm not even saying you have to watch Fred Claus. But but I'm saying that Fred Claus was written in that and it was was Reindeer Games written with the intent of I hope people gather around the fireplace every year and pop this one. In I mean, it ends with like 15 Santa Clauses running around. I've never seen the movie. Though. You never seen Reindeer Games? No, I told you that like at the beginning. So you would love it. You know it why? You get to see Charlize Theron's butt and boobs. Charlize Theron's Charlize butt, Theron's butt and boobs. God, she's gorgeous. Huh? She's gorgeous in the movie so too. Beautiful. Yeah. All right, well, I'm on board. And Gary Oldman. Not Gary, Gary Oldman. Gary, Gary, Gary Sinise. Gary, Gary, Gary Sinise. Sinise's yeah, butt Chicago's, too. Chicago's own Gary Sinise. I like that. He's a good actor. <laughs> what's okay? So, is there, so, what's the weirdest movie that you have a tradition of watching every holiday season? I don't have one. I'm, I'm pretty. Is it Fred Claus? I'm, I'm a basic bitch. No, I don't watch Fred Claus. For me, it's season. just Friends. I always watch. I, ju- I watch just Friends every year. Um, no, I, I honestly, I'm, I'm basic as fuck. I Fred Claus, I don't watch every year. I, Fred Claus was just a movie I brought up because we mentioned mm-hmm. Four Christmases. That's Vince Vaughn and right. Fred Claus is Vince Vaughn. Um, no, I watch a lot of the standard ones. Um, Every year, there's not like a one where it's like, why do I watch this one? Yeah. All the ones I, I like, I told you, Christmas Vacation. We had a tradition where we watch Christmas Vacation on Christmas Eve. Oh yeah. Know? So we go yeah. to like four thirty mass, have a nice Christmas Eve dinner, watch that movie, then go to bed and wake up and open our presents from Santa. So what's a better Christmas movie, Home Alone or Christmas Vacation? See, when I was younger, Home Alone because I saw Home Alone again, like what's opening funnier? night in the theater. Give me a second here. Yeah. I saw Home Alone opening night in the theater. When I was like, I mean, Macaulay Culkin's like two years older than me, I think, or three years older than me. But yeah. I was like a little kid, and I'm like, that's awesome. I want to booby trap my house. I mm-hmm. want to do that. So Home Alone was the funnier movie to me. I left so hard in the theater when they were falling and painting cans on the head and stepping on a nail. All great, you know? Yeah. But now I, Christmas Vacation is a funnier movie. Yeah. I'm an adult, so I see yeah. through adult eyes. Uh, Home Alone, I still have that deep nostalgia for. Right. But Christmas Vacation now to me, because there's the connection with my dad, because he loved that movie. Yeah. And I've got this great story with my wife. So before we were married, I first had her over. The first time my wife partake, partook, that's not right. Was it partook or partaked? Partake. Whatever. The first time she was part of the Christmas Eve, watch Christmas Vacation tradition, I think it was the first time she ever saw that movie. And you know the scene where he's up in the attic and he keeps stepping on the wooden platform yeah. and hits him in the head? Yeah. My, we had seen the movie. This is like our 17th year of watching this movie on Christmas Eve. So we still enjoy it, but we're not laughing out loud like someone who's never seen the movie was. My wife was laughing so hard 
so loud. I still have the memory of my dad just looking over at her being like, man, this is hilarious how much, because he got to enjoy someone watching a movie that they hadn't seen before right. and seeing them laugh at a scene yeah. that they no longer laugh at. Even Were you like kind of laugh at something and like see if they're like. And I remember it to be like, oh my God, this really is your first time seeing this movie or whatever, because she was just laughing her ass off and it made it more fun for everyone else. Because again, we all, everyone has a favorite movie they've seen a hundred times. That might be their favorite comedy, but you're not going to laugh the same way you did time number one. Yeah. Right. So that's Christmas vacation is my number one. Um, it has more meaning now than home alone did, but home alone was my number one for a long time mm-hmm. just because of the nostalgia and being a kid and the booby traps and all that stuff. Yeah. Sorry. It was a long answer, but I feel like I had some details there. So what's your all time favorite? Ooh, I've, Christmas vacation. I watch that all the time. I still laugh just as hard. And I find like the little jokes in there that I miss. It's like probably Christmas vacation, home alone, just friends. That's a great trip. Three and then die hard. Sorry. No, don't be sorry. Again, like I've told people. But it's more of a tradition. It's not like this isn't Christmas. I don't watch this because it reminds me of Christmas. It's just like this is what I watch during Christmas. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And that's another example. And again, to the people who love Die Hard, my, my buddy Steve Byrne, Die Hard's like his favorite Christmas movie. Mm-hmm. We had a big conversation about this. Great community. Everyone check out Steve Byrne. So he, uh, I, I was saying, I go, look, I love it. And I'm okay with people saying it's a Christmas movie. But to me, I could pop in Die Hard in April. September, any time of year you can pop in Die Hard and it's going to be a great watch. If I pop in Christmas Vacation in March, it's still fine, but it right. still feels not right. But you could have Home Alone, though. Home Alone, you I don't guess, really need Christmas to have that story. I guess you don't because it's and, – and, and the other – there was a Home – no, I think they've all been Christmas themed. You know what I'm talking about. I guess you could leave your kid alone any time of year. But um, <laughs> to me – because that's really what it is. You, you, you fucked up. There's some <laughs> yeah, bad yeah. parents there, you know? Yeah. Um, but to me, it's just like – So for you, it's like a wish movie. Like I wish I could just leave my kid alone like that. No, I'm not as shitty as though. Yeah, I do. I wish I could go to Paris and totally forget about my children. <laughs> yes, yes, and Jonah. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry, buddy. Austin laughed at that. He didn't. Um, so my point is, though, I think a great Christmas movie is a movie you only can watch at Christmas. Okay. Die Hard, you can watch year round. True. Look, I love Die Hard. And I'm not. Great. And if Die Hard is your favorite Christmas movie, good on you. I'm not going to. Try to tell you not to love Die Hard or not to have it. Yeah. I actually get a kick out of the fact that people are being like, oh, I watch Die Hard every year Christmas. Cool then. Yeah. That's great. But I think so many people have made their personality off of pissing people off trying to say Die Hard's a Christmas yes. movie. Yeah. And I agree. I agree. Like, like I think Home Alone, you can kind of watch whenever, kind of. Not really. That's like kind of iffy. But you're iffy. right. Like Christmas Vacation and A Christmas Story. You just like, you just can't watch. Yeah. And also like A Christmas, uh, a Christmas, Christmas Vacation cuts to like a countdown to christmas yeah they keep opening the doors on the thing and then they get the christmas shopping scene and there's just so many fucking parts of that movie where um what's your favorite line in that movie oh what we kind of hinted at earlier when he's he tells his boss like you know the boss brian Doyle murray's character says uh i need you to write up something for this speech i have to give in layman's term none of that inside jargon and then he says thank you for the christmas card and then the guy's like, the corporate card's like, you know, it wasn't personal. And then he's saying to all the people walking out, Merry Christmas, Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas, kiss my ass, kiss his ass, man. kiss your ass, happy Hanukkah. Like yeah. the, just that rhythm is great. And then I think from there it cuts to downtown Chicago. It's hey, Santa Claus, mm-hmm. hey, you know, that song. Great song. And then he's in Marshall Fields. And then he's totally like the woman who's he's talking to is gorgeous. And he's mm-hmm. Chevy chasing it up by sweating and saying all the wrong words. And then the scene where she's like, look, you can't even see the line on this. And he's like, can't even see the line, can't you, Rusty? He's like, no, you can't. Rusty. And then he realizes, oh, shit, my kid's yeah. there, you know. 
There's um I like when he goes, Well, it's the season to be Mary, and then she goes, Oh, that's my name. And he goes, No shit. Yeah, that's yeah. Line's perfect. <laughs> yeah. Fucking perfect line. There's so many good ones in that one too. Um, like when his cousin Eddie comes in and he says, like, you know, I got a whole you know, metal plate in yeah, my This head side, here. nothing. Yeah, this side, yeah. It's fucking my part here, you know. And then Chevy Chase goes, Do you think it matters? Like yeah. do you think it really matters at all? Um, yeah, great scenes. Anyhow, so that's been our Christmas episode. Mm-hmm. Um, any closing thoughts? I'll let you do the Jerry Springer final thoughts. If you, anything, uh, any wishes you want to wish our listeners a Merry Christmas, wish the people. Yeah. I there? wish anybody listening to happy holidays and like, you know, whatever you celebrate, I hope that you're, you're with your family and you're having a great time. And, and, uh, Joe, I appreciate you and I love you so much. And I'm glad that we've been, uh, uh chugging along. <laughs> I know it got a little, di- you okay? You crying? <sighs> I'm all right, man. Yeah. I got a little dicey already. This podcast. That's my no, favorite thing. Dude. I, never know, I never know. I never know where it's going to go. And it's my favorite thing. And I want to tell you, I, I, I plan on having a present for you. I don't have a fucking present for you, but you are, you are my present and I appreciate oh, thank you. Thank you, Jonah. I, I was going to say, I was going to say a lot of the kind words back to you. Uh, Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. The listeners, wherever you celebrate, of course, you know, be good to each other. Enjoy the season as much as you can to you. I was going to say, um, I love you, man. I really do. Thank you. Merry Christmas to you. I hope you have a great Christmas. You deserve to have a great Christmas. Um, anytime I, I give you a little bit of shit, it's because we're family. Love each other, yeah. This is what family does at Christmas. Yeah. Family at Christmas sometimes bickers with each other and gets a little arguments. Love it. Yeah. It's all part of it. But at the end of the day, we're going to eat ourselves some dessert, right? <laughs> yeah. We're going to watch the second half of whatever the NBA game is. Yeah. And then, uh, and then put on Just Friends. Oh. Is that your Christmas night? You watch it or Christmas Eve? Christmas Day? I would say two days before. All right. Like leading up. Last thing Christmas presents on the morning or Eve? Eve. You open Christmas presents? I'm an Eve guy. My family, because that's when we celebrate is Eve. All right. I'm a Christmas morning guy. And I'm, I'm saying if you and Laura, see, growing up, it was like me and Nicole, would, like, or like. I, I think it's when you have kids, because you like, like you, yes, you, you have to wake up Santa for thing. it. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. If you, I understand people exchanging presents with like their cousins and friends on yeah. Christmas Eve. But when it comes to Santa presents, that's Christmas morning. See, Christmas morning for me is like when I play morning. with my gifts, right? Oh, I see. Yeah. Right. So that's when I find all my girlfriend's boobs. Those are your gifts. Uh, <laughs> that's Bad Santa. You just ended up like Bad Santa, which is another Christmas movie. Great mention. movie. Oh, we even talk about that. That's a fun one. That's probably in my top 10 somewhere. Yeah, that's up there. Uh, I love it. Um, you know what's cute? Real quick. <laughs> my wife hates the song Santa Baby because she says it sexualizes Santa. Santa That's another thing. I listen to Christmas music in the car. I love Santa, I love yeah. Christmas music. I, I, I dig it. I'm, I'm yeah. into it. I'm, I'm, I, dude, I soak up Christmas as much as I can. I'm glad Because I do. know when it's over, I go, man, I got to wait 11 more months for I that. I know. I know. So how I like to soak up summer too. Summer yeah. and Christmas, my two seasons. Yeah, yeah. All right, everybody, that has been the podcast. Um, thank you so much on behalf of Jonah, our producer Austin. Merry Christmas, happy holidays, happy New Year as well. And just in case yeah. this, this might be the last podcast of the year, might be. We're not sure, but then we'll be back to our regular schedule to start the year. Yeah. Just in case I'm putting this as a disclaimer. Watch, we're going to have one come out like three days after Christmas. That <laughs> was a liar. All right. Merry Christmas, happy holidays. Cheers. Thank you. And to all, good night. Oh. Santa baby, mini, mini, mini.